did you draw a sketch of them? Uh, no, I just had in my inventory Gus and Barney sketch. I imagine it was from uh-huh. like a wanted poster or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, cool. uh, thank you very much. You can write okay. you can write deceased on there, too. I'll make sure to do that. Thank you. Last time on Guard the Bar. Yeah, I mainly want to also just see if they're going to follow us, too. You know, we, yeah. we don't really know. Yeah, then we can do the fireworks plan, which is the best plan. I think we all decided. Mm, I, do we have fireworks? I've got six party poppers left. I've got some party poppers, too, but those aren't really fireworks. Yeah, let me let me try one more time. Just um, like a just like a normal person would say something. Right, right. Like no, real, I got this. Like one. a real human. Um, <laughs> or Victoria. Uh, Victoria stretches a little bit, you know, like uh, loosens up, mm-hmm. and she's like, um, "You," and then stops. <laughs> All right, cool. So we don't need to like we don't need to like you know get you in a better mental state for this fight or anything. You just want to go straight and try to find the the flaming sword boys or what? What do you want to do, Victoria? Believe me, you're not gonna get me in a good mental state for what we gotta do next. But we gotta do it. Let's. I wanna. I wanna go find find Oleg and Dagmar. Yeah, I need to find them. <laughs> You guys ready to play? Hell, Hell baby. Yeah. yeah! So, as you guys are talking, uh, you hear- Oh, fuck! I forgot. God damn it. Huh? I forgot about those people following us. Yeah, I was gonna ask, do you guys- Y'all see those scoundrels that were- You literally are the only one who doesn't see the scoundrels. No, I know, oh. I, but you guys were all chit-chatting about these random-ass people, and I am i don't know who you're looking at, so I wanted to know if you, if you see all these mysterious people that don't exist again. Do we see him? Uh, yeah. You all hear, oh, well, hello there, as the group walks up to you. Uh, uh, the human male has glasses. They're like round glasses. He's got a pretty warm smile. Uh, they don't really seem to be, uh, you know, I guess if you want to, you can make an inside check. Uh, yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, inside check. Uh, coming up to you. To 14. Uh, 23. All right. Um, uh, they want to talk, but they also want something. Okay. Okay. But they don't—they're not like owing. They're—they're they're not like about to fuck you guys up. Right Sounds now. like solicitors. My hand is on my wand. I uh, cast disguise self. No, just right in front of them. <laughs> um. Uh. You, your hands on your wand. You notice that none of them have their hands on like their weapons or anything. Are uh, they the, armed? The human guy isn't. Uh. The other three have like uh kind of like belay pin sort of club action going on you cool. said one is a gnoll one is a yep. uh, halfling there's a dwarf woman or a dwarf, dwarf woman and a tiefling woman Tiefs. and then a gnoll man and the human man Hi. um human gnoll dwarf tiefling yeah um okay what are these bitches saying something is weird about this human dude also gravis um like I said, you're not you're not feeling like immediate hostility radiating oh. off him, but something seems like kind of bizarre or uh, magical about him. Okay. But he politely says hello there, uh, and then says, uh, "I noticed you guys were uh, delivering some packages." Uh, yeah, we were. What's it to you? 
uh you know uh hi i'm greg uh i'm part of the uh couriers guild uh, hi i'm quinn i'm oh, part nice of autumn's aegis i reach out my little hand i'm still sitting oh. on debbie though just for the oh, hello there um we just you know just, sure. just does he oh. shake quinn's hand oh yeah are you holding your hand up mm-hmm. oh yeah he shakes your hand politely okay just checking um and then uh, he already <laughs> said his name is greg uh let's see he oh, points right. at the uh tiefling and she says hi i'm cora Cora. Uh, Hi. C O R A. And then uh, the dwarf uh, introduced herself as Alma. A L M A. And then um, the Noel introduces himself as Otto. O T T O. What up, Otto? Uh, but he's uh, the, the male kind of smiles again after everyone introduces themselves. And says, yeah, so we're here with the Couriers Guild, like I said. Uh, we are a union outfit. I noticed that you guys had delivered some packages in town and uh, just wasn't sure if you were aware that that is union business. But uh, if you wanted to, we could just kind of sign you in real quick. Uh, it only takes a silver person to be a part of the union. I mean... Uh. Um, I, that seems fair, I guess. Uh, if you guys are regulating this kind of thing, I just didn't. We're 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 kind of out of towners, you know. So, oh, that's okay. <laughs> we no, it's perfectly fine. Does my insight check hold up on this, or do I have to roll a new yeah. one? No, no. He's 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 from the Courier's Guild. Uh, he he says no. That's totally cool. Uh, it does it does uh, give you some advantages. Also, you know, you pay your dues, but then you also uh, get quicker access to courier stuff. You know, really. Uh, we don't want any scabs around here, so we don't like when other people try and do it. But, you know, when you're part of the union, you know, we all look out for each other. What, what kind of stuff is, is Corian stuff? Um, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, he says to you <laughs> a little pityingly, uh, you know, just any sort of like package running, uh, delivery. Um, you know, if, if there's more of us united, we can kind of fight for better wages for different packages and stuff like that. I see. Some uh, health insurance. Mm. I kind of got around it. Got it. I was yeah, going to yeah. you know, at uh, first I was like, oh, I don't want to pay silver, but really? now that you're talking about unions, you know, you're talking about health benefits, I support that. Uh, it's only a silver per year, so it's not It's not too bad. Oh. That's how are you, you going to find us again in a year? Uh, well, we do have a, uh, like, little... Uh, courier office at each of the city states uh, that's typically where we do the paperwork um so if you wanted to we could do that you know tomorrow um if you want to stop by um but yeah we we, we kind of have a little hq a lot of people just ship directly through us which is ideal but sometimes we have to kind of comb the boards you know and try and get those uh as quick as possible that way we all you know kind of keep the work to ourselves yeah this wasn't really our uh like our main goal we just kind of kind of found it yeah that's fair no it's cool i mean obviously we're not mad about it we just like kind of letting people know that you know it's kind of a mutual benefit thing y'all provide uh a forehead insurance um i you know off the top of my head i'm not sure i'm not in hr but i'm sure you could ask uh right. we have like general insurance i don't think forehead's typically an exclusive that just fall under the health benefits deal. Yeah, probably. It's not sure. like hand insurance or like, uh, I don't know, other 
stuff i'm not sure you know you might get your hands insured if you're like a smith or a carpenter or something but i'm not sure, sure what the forehead would be for really no anything really but we'll i'll we'll figure that out yeah um i'll pay a silver i'll, yeah, I'll give him a silver yeah. okay uh i mean he busts out a little desk um uh has like the paperwork does it in like duplicate it's kind of the thing where the one uh the top layer like bleeds through a little bit to the second layer gets your guys a signatures kind of stamps it uh gives you a little courier cards they're little official cards um and you guys are all settled up part of the couriers guild now does debbie get a card i'll pay for it if i have to oh sure that sounds wonderful cool okay thanks spider express am i right yeah you know that'd be pretty fun i just got some new saddlebags for her you know oh that's perfect you probably keep a lot of a lot of letters and stuff in there she can really, she can really get to those hard to reach places. You know, that's you gotta deliver idea, something. Actually, deliver yeah. something to the forest or something like that. That is, that's real cool. Yeah, you should stop by and see if there's anything uh, that tickles your fancy over at the shop. How long do we have to wait uh, until the insurance kicks in? Because I got a tooth issue. That oh I yeah, uh, you know that shouldn't be a problem. We have a cleric on site. Uh, you could probably just go in tomorrow if your tooth is bothering you. I just wanted to, I, my tooth isn't actually bothering me. I wanted to test it out. Then you pass. This oh, is a good uh, system. Uh, a good lie. <laughs> I don't know why you did that. Uh, but okay. Uh, anyway, thank Thanks, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm sure we'll see you around. We uh, travel quite frequently, um, but you'll probably see us here too. Cool. Nice right. yeah. Yeah. Bye. Cool, cool. Bye, Greg. Thank you. See you. Uh, he's well, like, I as he walks away. Yeah, that was, that was uh, a lot worse. Yeah, it was a lot less nefarious than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I'm all about supporting the union. Seems like a oh, weird yeah. way to, to scam fucking four silver out of us, I guess. But Yeah, it's just a real, just a real pittance, you know? I guess, I guess it's, a, it's a numbers game. You know, if you're scamming one silver a person. Also, is it really even a scam? These cards seem pretty official. Yeah. I don't know if it's a scam, you know. I mean, it, I, it just seems like a strange business to be in, I guess. The, the courier skilled. Believe Cyrus me, I thought it was a scam. Up for it. I wasn't even really delivering that much shit. I just, just kind of caught up in the moment. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, you know. We're not, like, we, ha- I, I ha- we have jobs. Start? Yeah, do we get do we have benefits through our guard service oh yeah, yeah autumn's buddies. autumn's age just has great benefits bro nice. i would imagine kind of i don't for? all the benefits autumn's Aegis is like the premier bodyguard company in on the continent oh so we got like hella benefits yeah, like fucking full health, fucking retirement. You guys got matching matching four hundred one k. Oh yeah, you got uh, you got maternity and paternity leave. You got wow. all the sick days, flexible time off. <laughs> That's incredible. Yep. How many um, personal days we get? A lot. You can also just like, I mean, as long as you're not three hundred sixty five personal days. Exactly. <laughs> you can bank those out at the end of the year if you don't use them. Plus, you guys can just like sleep places for free indefinitely, so that's pretty cool. That's, that's, that's that is pretty cool, yeah. Okay, well, I guess let's go to the library. 
Yes. All right. Um, Cyrus says, like, uh, how do you guys want to get down there? Uh, the library's, like, down the mountain? Oh, yeah, it's underwater. Oh, shit. Parachutes. We I mean, might we just take, like, the cable car. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Cyrus, that doesn't seem fun. Come on. Think okay. of a fun way to get down there. Do you want to try and swim down there? I do not. I'll be no, taking the cable car. Sounds like a dangerous one. I probably could. Okay, well. We'll just we'll just take the cable car. It's the safe route. Yes. All right. Um, yes, head back kind of towards the transportation area where you had come up on the elevator. Perhaps you'd call it the transportation station? Hell yeah. You are correct. <laughs> Does it look like the same font as the recreation station? No, it's oh, better. Shit. It's not shitty. That's good. I think recreation station is like Comic Sans or something. Mm. Bad. Jesus. Papyrus. Winking. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Wow. Just so no one could read it. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Actually, uh, Quinn is fluent in Wingding. I took that as one of my languages. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Your starting ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so as you head, let's see. We meet Greg again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, "Hi, I'm Meg." <laughs> uh, I believe that. <laughs> so the transportation station where you guys kind of came up from before. You can see that to like the right of it as you're heading towards the cliff. There's like a very nice sort of uh, kind of like Greco-Roman style, like pillars and uh, just like a really nice area. And then like part of it is like collapsed. You can tell like split in half, um, like right in the middle. Uh, can you guys make a perception check? Yes. Yeah. Thanks. So. A uh, twelve. Oh wait, nope, that was not. I got a ni- nineteen. I got a twelve. Fifteen. Hold on, I'm getting there. Not very. Precise. I got a four. Nice. Um, Fifteen and the nineteen. You can see that there's like some like sort of like magical glowing energy coming from the floor, kind of where it like hangs above the air. It's like the last thing um, off the cliff. What does a four get me? We're looking out uh, the window. You you're looking back the other way. And you're like, I think we're supposed to go this way. <laughs> you got some dust in your eyes. <laughs> uh, right, so as you get... Sorry, what was that? Uh, listen, Victoria, I know you wanted to go back to the brothel, but we got we got stuff to do. Okay. Ugh, fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I wouldn't be more concerned about this. But. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you guys go ahead and get up to one of the cable cars. Uh, how do you guys feel about heights? Um, Victoria's fine with them, just because in some matches you have to get semi-high. Like when you yeah, go to the ladder? Yeah, I'm intrigued yeah. a lot, so that, I'm probably okay with it. Gravis has a lot of things going on, but a fear of heights is not one of them. Okay. Have you guys ever been in a cable car before? No. no, no, I have not been to Brackus before. All right. Uh, so you guys start, like I said, at that peak, uh, which is like pretty high up there. And you are 
are just on a singular cable. You can see there's a couple other cable cars coming and going. And as you look, it kind of starts to slant a little bit. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's like the cable that slants, but the car kind of adjusts. So you're like relatively stable the whole time. Uh, and you have like a bird's eye view of just about everything right now uh, as you're heading down to go underwater. Uh, what's it feel oh, like shit. as the cable car starts to go underwater? Well, that's terrifying. I don't want it to be underwater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate this. <laughs> Victoria yeah, is I'm, I'm less out. comfortable with the water. Okay. Uh, Are there yeah. any fishies or whales? Oh, yeah. There's like, there's like probably not whales. But there's probably like dolphins, uh, a lot of fish, a lot of activity. It's like very clear. Um, Debbie's definitely really interested in all the fish. Hell yeah. Um, it's like magically sealed, so it's not like water's leaking in or anything, but you guys are like 100% like in a submarine pod right now. Wow. Holy shit. Um, you can see that like it's a little bit deeper um, between the, the sheer and the part of Prakis uh, under. And then as you start to get to Prakis under, it starts to like level out more. You can see that a lot of the ground that had been like broken off when the city fell, the half of the city fell into the ocean, it like kind of leveled out. Um, there is a lot of like almost skyscraper sort of things that are broken and slanted. They look like they've been like fixed and rehabited but you can tell that they're not the right way um that they're supposed to be mm -hmm. uh you can also see that there's uh kind of clustered together there's some like glass and like magic pods where it looks like underneath them is like completely dry and they're just like kind of built up all around together kind of keeping the water out mm -hmm. uh, you can see that there are certain areas where uh there's like just water like there's buildings in the water and it seems like people are swimming around and just live like in the water and then there's also places where it appears that there's like either magic or some structural force kind of holding the water back to keep it like a dry area hmm. um, as you kind of near the city you can see that the transportation station under here is like built from all of the um like ballast from ships like there's some like small and pretty big blocks and then also blocks of like fallen buildings that were kind of like uh repurposed to be like a stone building that you go into and as you like enter the docking area you go through like a magic membrane so when you exit it's going to be like completely dry are there any fish people here uh yeah there's actually a lot of uh people that you would see are um Triton, I believe, is the okay. Ooh, okay, yeah, but uh, is that what you said? Yeah, they're like, uh, let me double check. Pretty they're sure. like they're like mer people. Yeah, yeah mer people. Mer people. Um, Not the right. ones that are like fish head people. I forget what those no, are called. No, like uh, merfolk. Very merfolk esque. Um, yeah, they're merfolk esque. They have, some of them have like scales, um, uh, gills. They have like finned hands and finned feet. Um, they kind of look like. Um, I mean, not all of them look uniformly the same, but kind of like elven, almost like sea elves. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they have like some of them have like like uh, fins on like their calves and like webbed hands and toes. Some mm -hmm. of them have like ridges, almost like dragonborn would. Um, mm -hmm. And various places where there's like scales or no scales, 
Mm -hmm. Uh, Another interesting thing you notice is that a lot of non-Tritons down here have, like, gills. So there's, like, some humanoids here, like orcs, dwarves, and stuff that have, like, visible gills. Interesting. But you kind of get out, um, kind of very basic sort of like a union station sort of set up like there's like a clock there's like some boards about cable car times there's probably like a little food court area um probably like some pamphlets and stuff i'll take i'll take a couple pamphlets hell yeah as you guys were coming in actually you could definitely see uh the shepherd library cyrus pointed it out and it's uh it's like a plum bob, you know, like the little Sims diamond thing. Mm. That's like oh. what it's shaped like. And you see um, it it kind of varies in the hues, but parts of it are similar to the sea glass wall, where it's like very like green and blue. And then there's some, some parts of it that are like a little bit more like light pink rose tinted. Um, and it appears to be like a crystalline like shard in the shape of a plum bob. Uh, and Cyrus tells you that uh, the um, Shepherd's libraries are referred to as like, the Reverie Consortiums, and this specific place is called Plummet, which is also a name uh, for like a plumb bob. Okay, plumb bob. It's a tool used to measure depth. Huh. But um, you guys, you guys can see like where you're planning on going to, and you guys could probably figure out a way to get there. Cool. I mean, is anybody hungry? Do you want to go to the food court real quick? Is that just yeah. me? Like yeah. we did, we did just buy a bunch of wrap snacks. I guess I was we gonna say I'll take, there. I'll take another little bite of my wrap snack that I'm subtly eating out of. That's okay. We can just go straight to the library. I don't know. You know, there's yeah. just a lot more stuff down here than I thought. I, you know, I don't know what you're talking about, Quinn. The only food I need are these delicious wrap snacks. <laughs> you're right. It's like lemon yeah. spread. <laughs> you're definitely getting those sponsorships. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, for, for right now, let's uh, let's hit up the library since we got we got check this one off. I know, I know. Victoria is really trying to get there. After that, though, I I would think I would like a bite if we get get a chance. I'm sure they got some fancy food down here under the ocean. I was yeah. gonna say, doing this research will probably make us hungry. You know, we'll, we'll read sure, some yeah. books. Reading's hard. I also, would like. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I would like to. Yeah, let's get the information, and then we can visit the Fantasy Panda Express. Mm. Now you're talking. No. <laughs> Fantasy Panda Express is, is not that good, dude. Just saying. Yeah. It's made out of pa- real panda. Oh, wow. That's even no. worse. I don't want to go there anymore. <laughs> I don't want to eat a panda. Well, no. In this universe, pandas aren't, like, you know, in danger. What do pandas look like in this universe? Well, just like not a panda. Don't be, don't be stupid. They do look like a panda. Come on. When I'm not eating it. Oh, my God. Some boys are adorable. Let me get this straight. You're at the bottom of the sea, and it's like mm-hmm. a panda-themed food restaurant. <laughs> it's a delicacy, you know, like... Um, yeah, I guess. I guess you can't really get that much panda under the sea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, like, no, like I, see, I see what's happening here. This is a Jessica Simpson moment. This is a chicken of the sea thing. This is the panda of the sea, but what animal is it? I don't know. Oh, Manatees. Shit. 
Okay, this is a this is a manatee restaurant. <laughs> yeah, but oh no. Well, you know. manatees. Um, but you also do know that there is an autumn autumn's aegis uh like flop house here. <laughs> I know that I have heard that the autumn aegises all have a fantasy taco bell in their lunch area. So nope. That's not a thing. <laughs> As much as I want it to be a thing, it's not. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. It's uh, Fantasy Taco John. My bad. Oh my god. That's even worse. <laughs> Taco John's ain't too bad. I mean, it's worse than Taco Bell. That's true. Well, yeah. what about Fantasy Sabaro? Is that in this food court? Ooh, that's the name I was actually trying to think <laughs> of. And all I could think of was Panda Express. So I'm glad you got that. It's called Sabaro because you're underwater. Mm, perfect. Okay. Wow. Well, you, maybe think, we can stop there after the library. Do you think they have like seafood based pizza? I mean, who knows? Maybe. That, do you think that's weird? Like, I don't want to listen. I know I have this whole uh, revenge backstory thing we need to go do, but I do have a big question. Do you think it is weird for the people? in this this underwater society to eat fish when some of them are kind of fish. I was wondering the same thing actually. Cuz I mean I mean if they live underwater they would naturally hunt fish. No, yeah, I get but it's like it's like you they're know not really fish though. They just have gills. And they're kind of fish though. Like no. you got those one fish ones like the ones with the or the, the the fish people, you know? The Merfolk? Kuatoa? Uh, Looking yeah. around, does anyone seem insulted by Victoria's uh, racially <laughs> insensitive language? Uh, roll a d20 to see how loudly you're speaking. Oh, no. <laughs> 11. Well, the people closest to you are kind of looking at you like, ooh. I, I'm not saying the Mer- like I know them. They're Triton. They're not. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the uh, Kurotoa. Okay, I just couldn't couldn't remember what they were. What they were. Would called. there be like a Long John Silverstone here? <laughs> now that's racist. This gets worse as we go on. <laughs> I guess if you guys want like really shitty food, yeah. Well, okay, hold on. I agree. Wait, hold the story. Are you going to the mat for Long John Silver? No, right now, bro? <laughs> I'm going to the mat for Long John Silver. Why am I talking in character? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to the mat for Long John Silver's chicken planks, and that's it. Chicken like what? Chicken, chicken planks. You idiot. Mm. Wow. Pierce, honestly, uh-huh. that's one of your worst takes yet, man. I don't think that's true because I've had a lot of Just bad. Out of the, out of the years that I've known you, man, uh-huh, uh-huh. Long John Silver's chicken planks, man. Like, I feel like any chicken product. Like, I would rather eat the dollar sixty nine ten piece nugget from Burger King than some chicken planks from that, Long John Silver. You know what cool, I mean? A dollar sixty nine. Did they raise their prices? <laughs> I don't know. Is that not what it is? Is it just a dollar? It's a dollar one fifty nine. Every the past few times, I've gone to Burger King. It has been trash. So yeah, I was about to say but uh, Burger King's know, not that good. We're getting no, the snack wrap. We're getting the wrap snacks endorsement. But Burger King, bro, those nuggets, y'all got to fix that. No, they're not good. <laughs> fix the nuggets, and then we can talk. Burger King, how are you still open? 
That's a good question. Damn, now we're really. I mean, they're not dicks anymore, but. People say that about Arby's a lot, but I will go to the mat for Arby's, you guys. Arby's fucking. Arby's shakes go fucking hard, dude. Oh my god. We're also going to get some curly fries. Where am I going to get a fucking ham and cheese for a dollar? I will pay $8 for a French dip from Arby's right fucking now, dude. That shit goes (laughs) crazy hard. This podcast has now become a uh, fast food uh, (laughs) review show. Do you guys just pull up on some uh, underwater rickshaws? Do they have those? Um, Yep. Sure. I guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, or what is a rickshaw? Uh, pneumatic tubes that can take you there. Oh, I want to take the fucking tube, bro. Oh yeah. yeah. And, but what, can Debbie get in the? What tube? is a rickshaw? It looks um, to be seen, a like, light two-wheeled hooded vehicle drawn by one or more people. Huh? That's what the internet says. Yeah. Or like sometimes you'll see like. In big cities, people with like the bicycles will be like pulling people. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think Debbie and I will take. We're gonna take the rickshaw because I don't think Debbie can fit in the tube. No, you guys can. It's like it's just pretty much like a fucking. um, I assume it would just be like kind of like a cable car, but it shoots through the underwater a little bit quicker. Okay, cool. Let's do but that if then. You, if you feel like a rickshaw, that's fine too. <laughs> the world is your oyster right now. Under the sea. Incredible. I want the tube. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I kind of still for the tube. Hell yeah. Tube! Alright, you guys shoot over there. Um, you are, you can see, uh, you travel through kind of like a residential area, like around it. Um, some of them are just like completely underwater. Some of them are, you know, have some sort of magic keeping them dry. Um, people kind of swim through, kind of hop in the dry area sometimes. Uh, and then you can see a approaching you as you come into the lobby of it. Uh, there's like all the floors are crystalline. You can like see through uh, the walls pretty easily. So it's just like whole walls of windows um but it still has like kind of like a weird like crystalline um, effect to it there's like a big so it's desk not, like completely like, transparent yeah it's not like completely transparent um and there's probably like some sort of like bioluminescent warm lighting going on uh it's like completely dry within there and then uh, there's like a big kind of like circular desk at the front with a uh, goblin sitting there. Uh, I guess we go up to the goblin. All right. Hello. How can I help you today? Welcome to the Reverie Consortium. Hi. Um, we are looking for and i don't know if you're the right person to ask i just want to maybe you can point us in the right direction we're looking for information on the flaming sword specifically two members of the flaming sword who were in this area uh she kind of like nods her head um hmm. i think she kind of like consults a little like map thing um, and then circles like a 
like a room on the blueprint kind mm-hmm. of slides it over to you and she says that's going to be uh, on level seven um there's just some general books and uh things compiled about the enwold empire in general mm-hmm. uh, i'm not sure uh, exactly if anyone's gonna know where these people are unless they left a note or something expecting you uh, but mm-hmm. you can probably find some in- information there And then Cyrus uh, inquires about uh, maps for the area, and she directs him to level six right below where you guys are going. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Cyrus, do you want one of us to come with you, too, or do you want to go by yourself? uh, I mean, whatever you guys want. I'm just going to be looking at some maps. That might be kind of boring, but, uh, you know, up to you guys. Quinn, do you wanna? Quinn, do you wanna go with him? Sure, sounds good. I'll keep you safe, Cyrus. I pat his back. Oh, <laughs> if thanks. I can reach out, I, I don't know how tall he is. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, he's kind of tall, but you could probably reach his back. Maybe if you yeah, hop. Jump. Yeah, hop. Pat his back. <laughs> I mean, you're on top of Debbie, right? True. You can use you can use oh, Debbie yeah, like good. mechanical legs. You know, you could definitely do that. Just like the movie Wild Wild West. Did you say mechanical legs? I did. It's just, you know, you can just stand up tall. Biomechanical legs. Um, the receptionist says, I'm Ada if you need any help. And there's typically uh, some scribes and stuff walking around in the different floors. If you think, don't, don't be afraid to ask. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ada. Uh, you're welcome. Also, you can tell that uh, she is not a shepherd. Oh, okay. At least physically. Um. Also, like doesn't have my eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Ada, do you know? Um, is there? So you said there's scribes around. Um, do you know? Is there like a shepherd station in here? You know, maybe we can ask them about frequent uh, going ons in the town. Um, I mean, we have uh, Archivist Alve here. They might be able to help you if they're not busy today. Okay. And what floor are they on? I, I can I can send a message to them. Uh, you're going to be on level uh, seven, is that correct? Yeah, seven or six, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, can, I can send them a message then to meet you there if they have any free time. If not, uh, when you guys leave, I can try and, you know, schedule an appointment for you. Much appreciated. Of course. Uh, did any of you have anything that you were uh, gonna, you know, add to the library today? Uh, I don't think I have anything to donate. No, I don't think so either. Do we? We got some. I'm still writing my biography, so that'll take a little bit to get to you. Okay. Um, we do typically I'm... ask for some sort of information. In oh wait! Or... I pull out this magazine that we got on the Plowshare Collective, and I say, "Will this do?" Uh, very nice. Yes, thank you. Okay. Oh, is well, it if like you have uh... anything else that you want to add? Uh, just let us know. We appreciate any of the information uh, that uh, can be gathered. I hand him. I hand them a sketch of Gus and Barney. I see. Okay. Yeah, These are some no good ne'er duels. 
did you draw a sketch of them? Uh, no, I just had in my inventory Gus and Barney sketch. I imagine it was oh, from cool. like a wanted poster or something. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, cool. uh, thank you very much. You can write getting... you can write deceased on there, too. I'll make sure to do that. Thank you. <laughs> and she starts writing deceased on the back. <laughs> uh, and then she puts it in a small pneumatic tube and uh, shoots it somewhere oh. else in the building. Dope. This place is full of tubes. I love it. <laughs> um, so we... you guys can head to the elevators that are kind of like right behind where the desk is. Are the elevators tubes? Yeah, they are tubes, but um, they are weird because, like, you can tell you're in the interior of the building, but okay. uh, they're like glass mm-hmm. elevators, and then there's like a um like kind of you're like a tube within a tube uh and in that bigger tube there's like a lot of ocean water and like fish and stuff so as you're going up you can see a bunch of like fish swimming and stuff i like that now so, like, at first it, it scared me oh what was that that was just it was, uh, i said at first it scared me but now I'm starting to like the view of this place. Hell yeah. Uh, Quinn and Cyrus get off on level six, I guess, right? Yep. Cool. Uh, Cyrus says, uh, good luck. And then you guys can see um, they step off in a big room. There's like lots of like drafting tables and like maps and stuff all, all across the area. It's like very organized, but you can see that there's a lot of stuff there. Tell me when the elevator doors close. Okay, they close. Those two are gonna do it. Right? Uh, no, absolutely no. Not. But they might. I don't think... Not even a little. No, not even a little chance of that. You guys aren't getting like a. Nope, like not a at all. Connection. Nope. Hmm. Okay, maybe it's just me. You know, obviously it's I've just been wrong you. Before. It's just you. If there's one thing we can count on you for, it's being wrong. But my my uh, internal class fi- fiction between you and Buffett, that's right, though, right? Not even a little bit, no. Buffett. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see. Hmm. Okay. I start scouting the library. <laughs> oh, I just are, there, are there any, are there any threats in here? In the elevator? No. The oh, doors shit. haven't opened yet. God damn it. <laughs> you realize you guys didn't press the door, like the, the oh. actual number button, so you guys oh, are just no. chilling. We're still six. in the elevator. <laughs> I hit seven. Okay. You go up. Dude. Do 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 do. We are there. Are there any threats now? Uh, go and make a perception check. New dice, new dice. Uh, ten. Ooh, Um, Buffy, you get a general lay of the land. There's like some um signs kind of labeling where stuff is at uh you see a couple of different uh shepherds walk by in sort of like scholarly robes and they do have the eyes of like regular shepherds 
Mm -hmm. Um, You do also see some people that look like they're uh, like underneath the shepherds, but they don't have uh, the same eyes. They do have like robes in a similar fashion. Um, And people are kind of just first going about their business, doing library stuff. When you said underneath the shepherds, my head thought it was like two kids in a trench coat kind of thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the shepherds don't Uh, walk. They let the other people walk for them. Mm. Uh, Should we we stop one of them and ask, or should we wait for uh, our appointment? Uh, I mean, were we we allowed to look around? I don't think there's anything stopping us, right? No, we can still look around, but the The appointment was just a very specific. No, yeah, the appointment is for the two people in town, which is is a very, I think that's the main important thing. Um, Obviously, any information we can get on the Flaming Sword is going to be good. But the the more present issue is which island these uh, two flaming sword members are at, um, and so obviously we you know we're not going to be able to find that in one of the books, and so I didn't know if if you know you guys think we should ask one of these dudes or if it would be a faux pas. Um, not that that has stopped me before, but yeah, no, this is not my. Um... This is not my my sort of information hunt. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna I walk up to uh, one of the shepherds. Okay. Um, who? Which one's the closest to me? Um, there's probably uh, uh there is a gnome shepherd. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going up to them. Okay. They kind of have. A, um, she's a female. Yeah, they kind of have like, uh, hmm. oh man, what do they look like? Let's see. What's their deal? Right? Uh, Their name is Retta, R-E-T. They introduce themselves after you approach them. Retta? uh, Female gnome. Uh, you notice that they have like a lot of uh, scars just kind of all over their body in general. It looks like they're in the field a lot. Uh, same thing with their eyes, uh, completely black except for uh, the gold, kind of where the color of the eye would be. Um, so it's kind of like the black people, the gold uh, band, and then like flakes of gold kind of all around their eyes. Got Hi, Retta. Thank you for stopping. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm not interrupting anything for you. Not, not anything too important. Awesome, awesome. Um, would you mind if I asked you a quick question? Possibly quick. You might, you know, it might be a little bit of a longer conversation, but oh, go ahead. Do you know of any flaming sword members who have been in Prakas or around? Brockus, um at all or do you know anybody who has seen some um not to my knowledge uh i mean there's some books here if you're looking for information about them well we're look you know we're looking for general information but we're also looking for 
very specific information on these two individuals. They're kind of, um, how would you say, nicely in the dirtbag equation. And I know that <laughs> so, sometimes you guys are experts at taking care of dirtbags. And so I just was hoping that maybe one of you or one of your members had had seen them, you know? Um, I can ask around uh, while you're here. In the meantime, I can kind of point you to some books, but I haven't heard of anyone uh, talking about the Flaming Sword being here at all. Gotcha. I would definitely appreciate that. Yeah, if you if you hear anything uh, to to tell us, uh, what, yeah, if you'd point us in the right direction, we can look at some of the books. Yeah, yeah. Here, let me help you grab a few. Um, they kind of go over to uh, the middle of the aisle. They're kind of skipping around. Uh, in the end, they end up grabbing like three different books for you and uh, mm-hmm. like seating you at a table. And then you see them kind of like nod at you and walk away and start to talk to some of the other shepherds and some of the other scribes. I give one book to Gravis and one book to uh, uh, Buffett. Does Buffett I, know how to read? I give the book yes. back. Buffett oh. can read. He's okay. just a slow reader. Gravis is. <laughs> Gravis is on patrol right now, you know? He's looking for threats in the room. Uh-huh. Doesn't have time to read books. But you think about this, these. Gravis. What if there's a threat in this book? Then I will protect you from that. Like eventually. a master type of thing. <laughs> I'm more concerned with the people. Um, just as a reference, literally everyone in here is armed. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> no, I know. are I'm they like, are they threats? You know, that's I mean, the not question. Like coming up or running at you with their weapon, but just everyone does have a weapon. If I imagine that, most people in this universe have weapons. You know, probably. Well, actually, I don't know about that. What are the a lot of people yes. run into have weapons? Yeah, uh, we are adventurers. Uh, what are the titles of the books? Um, you can see one that is kind of just like. Uh, it says uh, a transitional history of the Enwold Empire. The other one is uh, uh, the chron. It's just chroniclers, uh, like possessive okay. journal. Um, the Edict Group, the Flaming Swords. Uh, edict is spelled E-D-I-C-T. And then the last one uh, is like a very small, um, not not very many pages. Uh, and that one uh, is labeled uh, Lineage of Egmore Suit Hand. Mm. Um, that's the one. Well, that yeah, I think I, I'm gonna open up that one first. Okay. What um is there anything on the index that catches my eye? Not to go oh, very no on that one. Uh, okay. It's 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 honestly probably more of like a pamphlet than it is a notebook. It's pretty thin. Gotcha. Um, it has. Uh, like the the birth date which would be probably like 30 years before you were born something like that 
or no, they mm-hmm. were like 30 middle age when you were five. So whatever age that is, I don't really have like the years down yet. Um, and it just shows that at first they were just uh, named Eggmore. Um, let me see. It probably Eggmore, and then um, A E G M O N, son. So Eggmore uh, Eggmanson. Uh, there's actually probably two S's in there, just in like the very traditional, like Thor Odinson that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then it shows that they are a. Uh, they were originally in the Enwold uh, military. Uh, Enwold, you said? Enwold, yeah. E-N-W-U-L-D. And um, it lists their occupation as soldier. And then it lists um, their family. So then, then it goes and shows that his name is Igmore Suithand, and it uh, there's like a dash edict of Enwold, and then it also says uh, burning brand of Enwold. Um, his uh, wife's name is Astrid. A S T R I D. Um, the uh, name next to what says eldest son is Egvard, A E G V A R D. Um, and then that says eldest son, and then it says deceased. Uh, cause of death E H. A I R E E hair and then the last name H O U S C A R Hosser yeah Hosser um and then uh, are you like telling people about this or are you just kind of like looking at it I think she's just looking at it to be honest I will taking notes um, um and so they can probably see the notes that she's taking okay um. Then the next is uh, Middle Sun, and their name is Aegwold, A-E-G-W-U-L-D, Ash. Um, and then that also says Edict of Enwold next to it. And then the last thing uh, says Daughter, and it says A-E-G-S-T-R-I-D, Aegstrid. And then, uh, trying to think how they would signify this. Um, what's a word for, it's not like emancipated, but what's a word for if you like renounce your family name? Or is there not like a term Uh, for that? I don't know if there is a term for that. I mean, emancipated is probably pretty close. Yeah. That's like that's like when you stop becoming like your parents' child, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could probably it probably would say like name changed, family renounced, or something like that, or emancipated next to it. Um 
so it shows it shows that whole family line and uh then it shows what you recognize as uh their emblem which showed up on the uh enwold standard that you guys recovered um and there's also a like a uh, drawing approximation of him uh there's one from probably when he was pretty young still with the enwold empire uh as just a regular soldier you can probably see him in like the regular soldier attire then there's probably one of him with his eye patch uh when he was around the age when you encountered him and then there's probably a more up-to-date rendering where he is like older and you can tell he has like wrinkles and is a little bit more weathered there um, is fire and he uh, is holding what were you gonna say oh sorry uh he's holding a uh sword that uh is on fire in the picture um Gosh. his top hand it's like a two-handed sword uh like a long sword um not not like a two-handed uh claymore or anything uh his top hand is kind of in what looks like an oven mitt you can tell it's like a very thick um uh, like fireproof glove mm-hmm. uh and the sword uh looks like pig iron so it's kind of like squared yeah. um part of it is sharp and then the rest of it looks to be like very blunt and it's not like a clean finish. It looks like uh, like a brazier is where it's like pockmarked and stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, pretty much all you get from that first one. Okay. Um, yeah, Victoria has like fire in her eyes looking at this picture, but she resists like ripping this thing up. Yeah, I think at this point there's no uh, shadow of a doubt of who that is. Yeah. And you know roughly what he would look like currently, which isn't much different, but he does look older. Um, Can I be, like, yeah. looking over your shoulder? I would imagine so, right? At the very least, I thought you guys were, like, sitting next to me. I imagined us at, like... Yeah, the, the only one who isn't is me, because I'm with Scott Benger. Yeah, I was yeah. kind of strolling around the room, but I want to come over and look over your shoulder on this one. Um, I'm gonna move on to uh the fire uh yeah flaming sword book. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Chronicler's Journal on the Edict Group, the Flaming Swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see on that one, there's kind of like a, a couple different like paragraphs. There's probably like a timeline. Um, one is uh the um. What's the term here? Not exactly knighting, uh, probably appointing. Uh, so mm-hmm. the first one would say uh, appointment of a more suit hand, or no, it would say appointment of a more. Uh, what did I say? Is it a Edmondson? Edmondson uh, to edict, uh, and then shortly after that, uh, it says. Uh, uh, Named Egmore Suit Hand. Um, uh, and then after that would be uh, founding the Flaming Swords. Probably uh, before being named Egmore Suit Hand would be uh, his eldest son's death, would probably also be listed on there. Um, and then. Uh, 
does it go into any detail about that situation? Kind of uh, that with... also says uh, this one is a little bit more uh, after the timeline. It goes into a little bit more detail of each event. Gotcha. Um, so the first part just shows that he was appointed an edict uh, due to his uh, bravery and success in the military. The second part where it's uh, talking about his son dying, you can see uh, that he, uh, Egvard, uh, was killed by the shepherd, Eher Hauskar. Um, and then in between that, it, it, or in the same thing, it mentions that uh, Eher Hauskar goes missing. And... Um, it is mentioned that his sword, Last Light, is the sword that Igmar Suthand currently wields. Kind of so spicy. He's been he's been missing since probably before you were born. Uh, probably like 28, 30 years, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, then it shows that he, in addition to being an edict, was gifted essentially his uh, group, the Flaming Swords. Uh, there's something called the Ashen Campaign, uh, which coincides with uh, what happened to you in your village. Um, and then recently, uh, they have notes about them working with uh, Recreation Station. And also, uh, within the last 10 years, he has been training his uh, second son, uh, Eggwold Ash uh, to take over the Flaming Swords. He currently operates half of them uh, under his command, and you can see that he has named or he has earned the last name Ash because he acts as an Inquisitor and has uh, burned people at the stake, uh, which gave him his last name. He currently has uh, kind of like a stationary HQ in. Uh, uh, what they call Pyre, which is the Flaming Sword uh, headquarters. You can also see uh, that the closest shepherd settlement to them is called Seldom. Um, and that's, I think, pretty much all the information you get from there. Uh, you do see at one point that his uh, daughter actually became part of the Embrace. Uh, capital E on that. And that she renounced her family name. Was that um, that was all we were going to get from that book, though, right? From that book, yeah. Uh, you could probably see that they kind of observed troop movements, um, and they kind of have been slowly expanding uh, Enwold's reach along like non-affiliated towns, kind of close to Enwold. Um, so it seems like for the last like thirty years. Uh, that the Flaming Sword have kind of been like a marauding group that's like technically outside the Enwold military, but also acts like for the government. I don't think that uh, Victoria looks at the other book, just because I think her main goal was this dude and the Flaming Sword, and the other one seems like more of a general thing, unless you think she should. Uh, that's not like Victoria, man. What was the other book called again? Uh, Transitional History of the Enwold Empire. I guess, let me look at that book. Okay. Um, so, 
looking at that, you can see that the Enold Empire used to be one of the most expansive um, united empires or governments or anything, countries, uh, on the continent before the disaster. Um, afterward, most of the territory was destroyed, which um, not only fucked up the uh, entire government system, but also like fucked up the god that they worship, which is Edwold. Um, the only remaining major city uh, that is tethered is Halvmar, which is on the northeastern coast of like the interior sea, uh, which is a freshwater sea. Um, there seems to be like some divine action still within the the government and the god, but it seems to be very different than it used to be. Um, the like initial leader of um, that empire disappeared when all of the other cities were destroyed or disappeared. So like the current, they call them emperors, uh, are descended from like either like the brother or like cousin of whoever um, initially was like the, the ruler. Um, and it shows that uh, a little bit more information on edicts. Edicts used to be kind of like a representative of the government to kind of travel um they weren't always like military but sometimes they would like take care of monsters or bandits sometimes they would just be like uh traveling clerics or like accountants or people to help with like farming and stuff just as a way of disseminating information to like the whole of the empire but um within the change uh, post-disaster, they've been almost exclusively ways for um, there to be, like, self-acting cells, typically military. Um, what else? Uh, there's a little bit about how a large contingent of the Empire's um, rangers uh, became shepherds, uh, were, like, the first shepherds. And you can see that... Uh, the current shepherd chief uh, was formally named Housecar, uh, was her last name, uh, and she is the sister of Eher Housecar, who went missing uh, within the last 30 years. Uh, and they are two of the founding members of the Shepherds, which uh, were founded a thousand years ago. Does it say whether she's still oh, alive or not? Yeah, she is the acting uh, chief of the Shepherds. So you're going to try and fuck her? <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, it also gives you probably a little bit more information about general stuff about the Empire. Um, the Embrace, which uh, was mentioned earlier about uh, Eggmore's daughter, is the uh, Emperor's like, guards and advisors. Um, it's like a group that changes when the Emperor changes. The country currently is very um, tyrannical, typically, uh, though the past emperor has been positive, um, but most of the past ones have been, like, forced military and forced uh, religion. Like, there's no other religion that you're allowed to practice if you live there. Um, if you fuck up, you pretty much get sent to re-education camps or disappear. There's, like, a secret sort of like KGB-esque organization called Emissaries. Um, 
and then the religious figures had like a lot of sway uh pretty much like the bishops are called exemplars mm-hmm. and there's a hierarch named the exultant who's like the closest to um the god um also the god can speak to uh the religious people in their orders and also the emperors um before the disaster the god was like a collective entity that every time an emperor died they joined like the the legion of prior emperors so it was sort of like a avatar situation where they had like a very big wealth of experience to draw from um but the shepherds aren't sure what sort of function if any um that previous system holds under the current religion I think that's pretty much it. There's probably some other like dry shit, but I think that's most of the stuff that will kind of contextualize uh, the other information you got. Victoria closes the book and she kind of gives herself a moment, but I think she's like as clear headed as she's been quite a, quite a long time about what she wants to do next. Uh, and she kind of turns towards Buffett and, uh, uh, oh my god, Gravis, um, and is like, okay, I know that you guys are my bodyguards and everything, but um, I guess this is this is uh, your one chance to peace out if you're not down with what's going to happen now. I've got a lot of information here, and after the wrestling event, after whatever we get more from this place, I think I'm about to go down some some hefty missions. I think that I'm going to need to go after Eggmore's middle son. I think I'm going to have to find extrad uh, and talk to her a little bit I, but I think there's going to be a lot of fighting a lot of revenge work you guys have no the only uh, piece in the game you have is right now you guys are um, hired to protect me but like I said this is your chance to hop off the train before it gets too fast because I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And nothing is going to stop me from doing that. Uh, I mean, as long as long as I'm contracted to protect you, I'm going to do my job, so. It's true. We do Buffett, have a job yeah. here. What the fuck is that guy going to do? Die? You know? That's the plan. So. I think that's where. We need to go after this. I mean, got to ask Quinn how she feels, but this is my plan. This is our plan. Let's, we're going to take this motherfucker down. Cool. Sounds like a great plan.
Hello again. If you made it this far, we really, really appreciate it. Just wanted to take a second and shout out Incompetech.com for providing the music for this episode. And a shout out our Twitter, at GuardCast on Twitter. So go ahead and check that out for updates and upload schedules and any other fun stuff Pierce decides to tweet out. Thank you very much. Bye.